Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Matchball 30 sponsored by Calidus, leading consultants in health and safety, project management, asset management, environmental services and training. Visit wearecalidus.com for more information. The Matchball. Welcome to the show. The Matchball 30 is a journey through the 1991-1992 season, 30 years on. Dan, Michael and Moscow on the uh, on the journey with you. And in the pop charts, as predicted, Michael Jackson, the amazing video for Black or White, not enough to keep him on the number one spot. Elton John, George Michael, don't let the sun go down on me. Coming to Leeds next year, Elton John. No way. That was re- that's what they reckon. That's what they reckon in the YEP. Where, where can he possibly play in Leeds? Roundhay Park. 90,000 people might be there. That's what they're saying anyway. It's not confirmed yet. But Bottom of the hill. Him and Eric Clapton, apparently. On the cricket pitch. Cuts that cricket pitch up every time, doesn't it? <laughs> Alternative universe. It could have been Leeds United playing there. It's going to be end of the 1940s they wanted to build um, a stadium and move Leeds United there. So could, we could have had 90,000 people watching us play against Spurs instead I, I, of... Who were they talking about playing there? Ellen John and Eric yeah. Clapton. I mean, Van Halen got 90,000 there in September. I'm not sure those two are going to be quite the same draw as Van Halen, Skid Row and Metallica. That's a bill. Could you imagine Leeds United playing in the centre of a park, the fun and games and disorder that could happen in the middle of a giant park? Trying to police that would be amazing, wouldn't it? I don't think the residents of Roundhay would take kindly to it either. No, is it best left where it is, do you think? It's, very, it's a very nice area, isn't it, Roundhay? Well, we're getting a magnificent new east stand anyway, so we don't need to worry about moving to the park, whether now or in the past. It's, it's not going to happen anymore, is it? Talking about disorder, we have got Man United three times in the Christmas New Year period. It starts on the 29th of December, which is the televised game at Ellen Road, which probably kicks off now. It's probably been moved again to three minutes to four o'clock to suit the TV schedule. Sick of the TV taking over, honestly. Um, but we've got them in the Cups again as well. It's like uh, deja vu from last season. It's the game you look forward to when you're getting promoted, isn't it? It's said, oh, we can get to play scum again. But not this much. It's too much. So This is too much. Well, unless we win them all, then, yeah. it'll, be, then it'll be good fun. Yeah. But as it is, this looks a bit too much. Mm. It's a little bit like Arsenal in the FA Cup last season when we played them 20 times. Just once. I think we're still, we're still playing them, aren't we? So how can we have Man United in this year's Cup when we're still playing those replays against Arsenal? Still ticking over. At least the schedule means we, we're just getting it all out of the way in like 10 days. So it's not going to drag on too much. It's the fault of Donald Trump, this as well. You see that guy, you know, that billionaire guy from America. Is he a billionaire? Something that's I've heard. He's um, quite rich. I think he, tell, he tells people he is. Anyway, he's got that Trump tower, hasn't he? In any way, they, he's a billionaire. He could afford a better wig. Fair point. But um, St. and Greasy did their show there, and Donald Trump did the cup draw for this, which is a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah, they're all trying to tie it in with the 
World Cup being held there in 1994, so it's all woo, soccer. Mm -hmm. I don't think this Trump fellow really knew what the hell he was doing. I don't think St. Greavesy knew who he was. I don't think he knew who St. Greavesy were. And he certainly looked quite bemused when he pulled our names out of the hat with uh, scum and everybody started making a big deal out of it. I'm sure we'll never hear from him again anyway. Uh, we've got the um, the FA Cup as well. Uh, January 5th, we've been drawn out for that, as it is the traditional place in the calendar. First week of January. It's a lot of scum. It, it's just a lot of scum uh, for one fest, post-festive period because you get miserable, don't you, after Christmas? Like heading into January, January blues. Do you want to see all those knobheads? And we're out of both cups and further behind them oh, in the league. Such, such a, <laughs> mind you, if we, if we do go out of both cups, there might be a blessing in disguise in that they will get caught up with those and we can just mm -hmm. concentrate on the league after that. It does bring everything to kind of to a bit of a sharp point because our league title challenge up to now hasn't really felt real. We've been playing really well and winning loads of games and always in the top two and went top of the league for the first time since, you know, the year dot. But there's still just been that assumption that we're not going to win the league. But now when you put us into this sort of head-to-head -head with them lot in three games in three different competitions and it's us two at the top of the league, it suddenly feels now like, well, we've got to win the treble, haven't we, to make the most of this, or at least we've got to knock them out of everything. I mean, with it being uh, the 25th anniversary of Scum last winning the league and them being, you know, champions presumptive this season so that they can just get over that, everybody's handed them the league title basically before it started. Stopping them from winning anything would actually be enough, I yeah. think. So if we could knock them out of the two cups. Fine. And then I'll gladly, uh, we don't have to win them, but we can go out in the next round if we want to. But then uh, to win the league ahead of them, it now feels like a target, something we should actually try to do instead of something that we just sort of seem to be doing. It has, you're right. Naturally. It's put it into sharp relief, hasn't it? This, and we'll, we'll find out what we're made of. 5th of January is the FA Cup tie, and then the League Cup quarterfinal is just three days later on the on the 8th with a, an 8.06 kickoff of all times. <laughs> Another second earlier or later. <laughs> And it's uh, going to be on the telly, but only Yorkshire and Granada regions, isn't it? Which is us in Manchester, which I'm not sure about because they don't have any fans over there, do they? Well, maybe you can, maybe if you point your, your aerial north from uh, from the home counties, you'll well, be able to get, yeah. get a picture. There's been more arguments. It's starting to get fractious with these, isn't there? Because they're already demanding their 25% allocation for both of the cup games because we were trying to give them like two and a half thousand for the Rumbelows Cup, the same as we gave them in the league. But there's, no, we want the full amount. It's going to end in trouble isn't it that's the problem there's such a lot of bad blood between the both clubs and we're having to move season ticket holders around because they're going to have to have some of our family section just to accommodate them I don't think we should let them <laughs> it's, the, it's the long and short of it but I think we're going to have to I mean the problem was last season when we played them in the Rumblows Cup semi-finals all the posh tickets we gave them ended up being sold in pubs in Manchester so all our finest West Stand luxurious seats were taken up by Manc Thugs and mm. it, it ended badly. They found some people from Leeds who wanted to fight them and that wasn't good. No, no, that wasn't. So <laughs> no, no, that, sort of sets, the game. Uh, that sort of sets the scene for, for why this is now a problem and uh, especially, I don't know how much resentment can build up over the course of 10 days, whether if everybody gets hospitalised after the league game and then it's all peaceful for the, uh, the two cup matches or whether it's just going to build and build and build until... Um, it looks the, like a field hospital on the, by the time the last game comes around. People yeah. with bandaged eyes and slings and going to the game on crutches. It's interesting seeing like Alan Roberts has spoken to the YEP as well, asking people not to sing about Munich, which, if anything, is drawing attention to the fact that people 
probably would have sung about Munich anyway, and now we'll double down on it. Yeah, Leeds fans don't particularly take well to being told what to do. No. But you never know. It might work. The upside to all these cup games is money, isn't it? We mentioned, uh, I think it was in one of the last couple of games, that we get 145 grand for the televised league game. We get 60 grand for the FA Cup game, plus ticket revenue. Evening Post reckon that three games are going to be worth about 700 grand to Leeds United. That's quite a lot of money, isn't it? And Fotherby's bound to be doing some some upselling somewhere off the back of it. Well, I can... If you if you can buy a sponsor board as well, you can I can get you sort you out the tickets for this. He's he's now he's always looking for an edge, isn't Wheeling he? Wheeling so. and dealing. Bless him. And today's uh, matters at hand then. We've got Spurs back at Ellen Road. Still not I'm still not over last year, the whole Imri Verardi thing. He was onside, wasn't he? He was onside, yeah, and it's it's stuck with me as this one. It feels like an injustice was done. So, you know, we were looking for Leeds to right this wrong today. Lineups, Lukic in goal. We've got Sterland, Dorigo, Batty, McClelland is in, Chris White, Strachan. Wallace, Chapman, McAllister, Speed with Schutt and Hodge on the bench. That'll be McClelland in because of the suspension to Chris Fairclough. The wrongful suspension. Yes. For the alleged, what what was it, a stroke behind the ear. The London-based official has, has resulted in him missing the Spurs game. Mm. I mean, it's, it's old club as well. It was going to be a, you know, a, a bit of a grudge match for him. He uh, joined us from there when they had never got the best out of him. We certainly have. They have an obese Gary Mabbott at the back well, instead. So. We'll come to that. Let's not fat shame them. Um, that's not fair. It's not the done thing. Eric Tort's vetting goal for them. Pat Van Den Howe, Terry Fennick. We've got uh, Goodney Bergson, fat bastard Gary Mabbott, <laughs> Paul Allen, Paul Stewart, Paul Walsh, Paul Samway, sorry, uh, Vinnie Samways, David Howells, Gordon Jury uh, with the substitutes, Naeem and Steve Sedgley. Do they have two managers? What's this nonsense about Peter Shreves and Terry Venables? Why do you need two? And a lot of foreigners. What's going on there? Well, Terry Venables is like technically involved in, he's like manager slash chief exec slash. His business dealings are beyond me, and I'm sure it's all fine. <laughs> it's not us who have to worry about it. No Lineker, though, anyway. No, he's not played in a, in a couple of weeks. His, um, his son George has got leukaemia, so he's uh, he's still not travelling. I think yeah. he has been training again this week, apparently, but he's um, he's decided not to not to travel north because it'd be, uh, it'd be quite a long time away from home. Christ, a hell of a lot of change as well with the whole Japan move coming up and all that for Lineker, so um, hopefully everything's all right with that one. Right, um, we haven't been able to train properly in the run-up to this one because the weather's been shite. Rubbish. Could someone sort that out? Yeah, Wilco wasn't pleased, but um, we've been training at Fernville Sports Village because that's not piss wet through. Plush, if I've heard, if I've heard the rumours, if the rumours are to be believed. But it's it's hard and slippy, apparently. Which right. sounds sounds nice. Ah, shit happens sometimes, doesn't it? Hopefully, we've got enough in the tank to uh, to do this today. But yeah, Wilco has used it as a as a way to complain about. We had better facilities, a bit like uh, other big clubs like Arsenal, Manchester United, and Everton. Then maybe. Well, maybe when we get the magnificent newest stand sorted out, we've got more capacity, more ticket revenue, they could maybe think about, you know, doing something with Fullerton Park, put something on that. It just needs a proper pitch down, doesn't it? It's a bit of a bog. And uh, yeah, it's too often that we, there's, if there's a hint of um, rain or cold, it becomes almost unplayable, which I don't think Patty has a problem. He'd quite happily just stay indoors, but um, the rest of them want to get out. And uh, it's good to be able to practice. I know that much about football management. I think they say, was it practice makes perfect, isn't it? Well, we didn't get the perfect result today. One all draw, but still unbeaten. We've been unbeaten in about, what, 10 games or something daft now. We're uh, only one defeat all season, so it's not too bad. Chances for both sides in this one. Do you think we maybe just slightly the better side? Yeah, and it's one of the, we're at the stage where a draw feels somehow a little bit disastrous. <laughs> just because it was easier last season when there wasn't the same pressure. We weren't in a title race last year. And it was kind of fun and new. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, 
can't afford to drop points, even though it's a, you know a decent point against Spurs. Spurs are really good on the road as well. They've they've won seven of their away games so far, so it, they weren't they were never going to be an easy team. Some of the games they've won though, that's the thing. They're a really weird bunch. They're thirteenth at the moment, and kind of you're wondering why they're so far down the table when they are actually you know they can win all those games away from home, and they have decent players. Yeah, I wish I hadn't trashed them now. Saying when they were, when they were down in fifteenth a couple of weeks ago, it's just because they haven't played the games, wasn't it? Making out like they're rubbish. They're not rubbish. They're actually all right. And they'd probably say that a, a draw was a fair result from this, even though we would probably want to say we should have shaded it. However, right, the story of the game, what happened? Chances? Nothing major in the opening stages, but McAllister had on from 30 yards that was pretty much straight at Torsven. And then there was one with Chapman and Speed both going for a cross. They both, I'm not even sure we got a touch on it really, but someone did and it went, it went it just wide. Dangerous ball from Mel though. The sort of thing that we like to see, the thing we do best. You think Speed would know to just leave those alone? That's Chapman's <laughs> domain. We saw it against Aston Villa. Those those crosses are meant for Chappie. Speedy, stay out of the way. Gordon Jury, old jukebox, uh, managed to get in behind our defence and John Lukic came out. We did well, actually, didn't he, to close him down like that and uh, and block the shot. So, I mean, trading chances and all that, but they got that chance 19 minutes in and uh, what twats. Did it even go in? I don't think this is a goal. It's not clear, is it, at first? It does... It hits the the stanchion, doesn't it, and then sort of bounces around, then, boun- then bounces out. But it's um, it's fanning about that causes them to score this goal. Dorigo puts in a really good tackle on it's Paul Walsh down in the kind of the left back position, right in the corner. He has, to, he has to point at the ball though to make it clear that he absolutely got the ball. <laughs> and the referee has, yeah. I think, I don't know if Chris White is expecting a free kick to be given, but when the ball ends up with Chris White, he seems somewhat surprised by it, and then tries to give it back to Dorigo, and it gets it gets nipped off his toe, and then the cross goes in and we're a bit unlucky again because Sterling actually gets a decent foot on the cross but it just deflects it straight onto Howells' head who is essentially heading into an open so goal. bounces from, off Howells almost, doesn't it? Yeah, and it just... No, bounce, te- no technique there, Bounces no off his dreadful head into the goal. <laughs> I think, isn't it? I think it's Sterling's deflects it onto Lukic whose save then sends it onto Howells' head and then Howells heads it. I mean, people will say it's in the net. John Lukic didn't think so, did he? He tried. Why, if it was if it was in the net, why would John Lukic go there and grab the ball and say so securely? And you can see Mel Sterland. He's he's cuddling that ball. And Mel Sterland is waving his hand, saying, "No, no, no, it's that that's not going in." So I believe our players. I don't know why the uh, the Spurs players are jumping around celebrating as if they've they've done something. It was all a bit daft. I don't know what Dorigo and White really were on about. Dorigo needs to play to the whistle not try and be the referee himself. I don't know what the point is of pointing at the ball and saying, I got the ball, but then not going to get the ball because that's the thing. Paul Walsh has got up, not worried about whether he was fouled or not, and just gone and got the ball while Dorigo's standing there going, I've just made a really, really good tackle. Well, go get the ball then. Yeah. And then uh, I think Chris White is confused because why is Dorigo standing and pointing at the football instead he has of a, going oh, to get the I'll, football? I'll get it then. Will yeah. I? It's, it's kind of how you can, you can almost see them thinking about it, can't you? Oh God, it's gone wrong. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sadly, nil one. But to be fair to Leeds, responded, broke the goalie's nose. <laughs> we didn't. It was, his own, it was his own player. Well, he was asking for it by saving things, wasn't he? It, Rod Wallace was our nearest man to it and Rodney couldn't hurt anyone. Wouldn't hurt anyone, would he? But he yeah. probably couldn't. I mean, how we we saw him jump quite high. Was for it that steam volley steam roller Mabbot? <laughs> we saw him jump quite high for that volley against Everton, but it would take some effort for um, Rod Wallace to reach Eric Tuss. But no, he'd need a he'd need to stand on his twin brother's shoulders, maybe, and headbutt him in a long coat. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, because it was Sterling cross to Wallace for whatever reason, lack of talent, ability, skill. Stuart and Tuss clattering to one another, and I reckon he might have broken those, but. No one's busy diagnosing that, are they? They just crack on with the game. Fairness, he seems fine. He gets yeah. up, he tips a really good shot around the post. Mind you, he does then drop across and we score from it. So maybe maybe he's not oh, yeah. in, maybe bang, he's not fully recovered. Bang to the head there, maybe he's disorientated. Oh, where am I? I'm in Ellen Road. He does seem that maybe his own defenders are his main problem because from the, as I said, McAllister has just had a, a good shot. It's been tipped wide for a corner. The corner's taken. Torsfed comes for it and he seems to just run into a... Chapman is in there, but then there's also a couple of his defence in there as well and he can't quite get to the ball and then it ends up dropping to White and then if his got, shot's blocked and then Speed manages to, to twat it in on the, the follow-up. On Speed's finish, he absolutely drills that and if you go back to the Wallace one against Everton where he managed to get it over the head of whoever was on the post, the four of them on the line. Same story here as well, a man on each post, two in the middle and he still managed to crash it between them, did Speeder. And one of those men was Gary Mabbott, yeah. taking up a lot of goal. So five, effectively five men <laughs> he, on the line. He, um, he puts Mabbott in the net as well. I think that's the the trick of this is you can line up with as many players as you want on the posts and on the goal line. But if you just hit the ball at them really hard, it'll, they'll just fall over and they'll go in the net and the ball will go in the net and it, it's a point. You, mm. get, you get one point. So that's, what the, uh, that's how that works. And then it's a very nice um, celebration speed and uh, goes and running into the arms of David Batty, which is always a, a nice thing to see. Oh. Our two... Our two young eagles are sponsored by Barclays. They jumped, didn't they? They jumped and met. Yeah, big jump, high five, cuddle. Beautiful. And I think it was important. You should get extra points for that. If you do, you <laughs> yeah. 6.5 or something on the uh, from the judges on the quality of the celebration. I was going to say, it was, a bonus it was one of those things where there was a, almost a, a mild sense of injustice inside Ellen Road because that silly bounce around, it didn't really go in. And the longer it takes to get back into this game, the more that sense of anxiety creeps in. Because we've got a big crowd, pre-Christmas crowd. It's always big. 31,500 inside Ellen Road decided not to go to the new shop in the Burton's Arcade but instead come to the stadium and enjoy the football but uh, we finished the first half really really strongly as a result of getting our foot back in the game there like that and uh, we should have had another shouldn't we really Robert again 
Well, Gordon Strachan thought. Is it another London-based official? It was, well, it was another dodgy offside call against Spurs, wasn't it? So Rod Wallace had it in the net, but um, yeah. The linesman and ref both both had, they seemed to call it fairly early. But Strachan, Strachan was annoyed. Strachan, Strachan annoyed? was not happy with it. No, and I trust him more than those uh, those officials, don't you? He's normally such a calm fella. <laughs> Gordon Strachan wouldn't lie about an offside. No. Give the goal. Into the second half then, all square at the break. And we did that thing again of coming out strongly out of the blocks in the second half. Another three corners in the first five minutes. So there's a bit of momentum building there. Yeah, White has a shot from a, a narrow angle that ends up being blocked and then Sterling bashes one from 30 yards as well. But it's there's not a, a great chance in there, even though there's a kind of a weight of pressure. And they still look fairly dangerous with uh, Jury and Walsh. Thankfully, Jury's not actually that good. He just seems to get a fair bit of space. Not sure Paul Walsh is that good either. He's got <laughs> nice long hair. That's that's something. Although Lukic does uh, save well from Walsh. Maybe he was distracted by his hair flapping round in the winter uh, breeze. Um, we came close to winning it at the end as well. Um, White has a shot cleared off the line. Wallace hits the bar as well. He manages to sort of loop a header up and over the goalkeeper, but it just uh, just comes off the bar. Cross from Batty though as well, showing his attacking prowess. Mm. He's, been, he's been shooting in recent weeks, hasn't he? Showing off. Now he's putting crosses in. It's always good to see a Rod Wallace header as well. Giant in the air, towering yeah. over Mabbott. One of the big takeaways from this as well, because White got booked again, he's only one booking shy away from a two-game ban, and so is David Batty as well, and with Chris Fairclough out, that would then cause a bit of a problem at the back. Mm, given the, all the, the scum games coming up, we can't afford to be uh, to be losing. Well, I'm sure the referees stage. will be ready to brandish the cards, won't they, just in time to make sure those suspensions are served when we need them most. Twats. I mean, Chris White just gets booked every game, doesn't he? It's kind of by default. You you always got to back the booking for Chris White. Batty will... Is always going to be a risk as well because he he loves the tackle and the referees are blind to just what a good tackler he is. Uh, we've got another potential casualty as well. Dorigo took a bit of a whack, so um, he's a doubt going forward. I'm not sure the the nature of the injury, but he said it stiffened up and ballooned. Oh, so well, got a thigh like Gary Mabbott. Oh, it was his thigh. Thank God for etc. Um, but we'll be as long as uh, Mike Whitlow's probably been in. Uh, I've not checked on how he's doing for the reserves lately, but I'm sure he's been in exquisite form so he'll be ready to step in not a problem and we heard from Wilco as well what did he say in the wake of this well he was worried that the players uh, were dissatisfied about the players sleeping in we woke up after the first 15 minutes or so and played very well produced a game where a 4-3 scoreline would not have been out of place which would have annoyed him quite frankly because he's not into that sort of shit is he no but we did stay top in the wake of this but like you say you would normally take a point against Spurs given that we're on a generally overall a good run but there is that pressure now of trying to hold on to it and then trading places for the top. So we did stay top, but they played on the Sunday and they were on the telly. Another televised bloody game. Lee Chapman was in the box for it. Did you see that? Yeah, saying nice things about Mark Hughes. You can cut that out. Not surprised we're moving for a striker. Keep looking at strikers in the market if that sort of uh, nonsense is going on. Surely there's another Wallace brother we can have. Well, anyway, the, the bad news from this is that they beat Chelsea and they won 3-1. So they've gone above us, top, and they've got a game in hand, which is shit. It's over. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We, we've got a chance to play him soon, haven't we? So we can we can maybe get it back then. Well, you've got to keep your eyes on that one, haven't you? Because it's, it's the proverbial six-pointer is that one, isn't it? Um, results from the weekend. Us and Spurs won all. Liverpool beat Forest 2-0. Man City 2-2 with QPR. Oldham 2-2 with Everton. Sheffield United 2. Villa 0. And then that game on Sunday, Chelsea against Man United. Um, the away team won that one. 3-1. So Man United are top on 19 games played. 44 points. We've played a game more with 43 that big gap now. Sheffield Wednesday of all teams have crept up into third. 
with Man City below them and Villa. So you've got 32 points, 32 and 30. So quite a gap starting to open up now. It, it, it's us or them, isn't it? Quite frankly, as we look towards the halfway point of the season. Who would you prefer to win it? <laughs> Leeds United. Yeah. Yep. So I'd go for. Uh, yeah, we've done well. Only one defeat so far in the uh, in the first half of the season. In 20 games, which is one hell of a record. Maybe one or two of those draws are just biting us, though. You feel we could have turned a couple of those draws into wins, but I guess you just take it, don't you? Bloody Palace. And today as well, if that had been, uh, you know, I'm yet to see any evidence that that ball even crossed the line for Tottenham. So I feel, I'm feeling quite robbed. Are you feeling festive yet, though? Nearly Christmas now, isn't it, of course? Looking forward to it. Oh, massively so. What, what are you getting? Oh, I don't know. That might get Transformers, something no, like that, He-Man figures. I, might be, uh, I don't know, maybe an Amiga. Oh, nice. Commodore Amiga. And I'll try and save up and get the um, get the, in the half meg upgrade mm. to make it a full meg. Yeah, you know, you, the thing is, if you, you, you know you've future-proofed yourself if you get the half meg upgrade. You think so? Yeah, you're never going to need more than, a, more than a full meg, are you? Yeah, fair point. Fair I point. don't know why you're going for a, an Amiga when the... You know, you've got the Game Gear and Game Boy to pick from. You can, I've always, you can take I've always, that gaming power around uh, with you. I've always liked the big you know, typey keyboard thing. It's kind of my, more my thing than a console. I suppose the other thing that's uh, selling out all over as well is the Playmobil Victorian dollhouse. Mm-hmm. That's a I got popular that. one this year. Did you get it last year? Yeah, I got that on, on my list last year. You're lucky to be a, a year ahead on that one because it's going to be <laughs> hard to find. We've got, but, got uh, an import from China. <laughs> we, when did you get... Uh, we were a year ahead on... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well because obviously last Christmas you couldn't find them for love or money did you have 1989 did you stock well, up well a bit like the BBC the Ninja Turtles are too violent so they're the hero turtles to me Ninja Turtles violent isn't it so you don't want a Super Soaker 50 this year no okay well, have you brought your Christmas list with you is that what you've done I was reading the other day there was an article about what the most popular Christmas uh, presents uh, for Christmas 91 are so well, last chance that's to get- it it's Game Gear Game Boy Super Soaker 50 Playmobil, Victorian Dollhouse, and a Quince Dolls. Mind I don't you even that, know what a Quince Doll is. That Tetris. But I want one now. I've heard about Tetris. We'll keep an eye on that. Well, it's your last chance to get your, your list off to Santa anyway, because it's nearly Christmas. Uh, we've got Forest Away next week, December the 22nd. And that's the last one before Christmas, isn't it? And we're Southampton on Boxing Day. Alan Quince is a fruit. Why would you have a... Why would you have a... Quint. Q, a Quint. Q-U-I-N-T. They look pretty good, actually. They're tiny. <laughs> but you get... Big. You Very get good, actually. Loads of accessories, <laughs> and there are loads of fashions in different playsets. But um, and you can get uh, sets of teenage doll triplets, which will babysit, babysit. Sorry, the quints, um, and then the quints have their own fashions. And uh, he's getting the dolls for Christmas, isn't he? Playsets, yeah, they're really good. They've been on sale for a while <laughs> in Italy, where they're known as Biddy Bodie. Yeah, but uh, UK and US, they're called the uh, the quints. Great, and, um, it's the um, <laughs> the set that's big. This year is the drink and wet quints with magic diapers mm-hmm. so they're the ones you get uh the set gets three girls and two boys five working bottles and 10 nappies i, t- I fancy the game boy plus a comb a comb and a storybook great well it's not tetris is it no it's, it's not i right, well, well good luck with that moscow i hope your parents reward you you're clear latching onto this as the must-have toy for the Christmas of 1991. If you get the uh, the other set, they have five playful motions. They move in five fun ways. Is that why they have the diapers? And it comes with, well, this one doesn't have any diapers. You get five lollipops, five bunnies, and five blankies. But you do also, you still get the comb and storybook. That's pretty standard because you've got to keep the hair straight should, should and to, read the story. Should we get together at the, the city ground next week? <laughs> let's, let's leave it there. I'm going to go have a look at the uh, Argos catalogue, see what else there is. Right, we'll speak to you in a bit. The Match Ball.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.